welcome to No Such Thing as a Bad Movie. <laughs> I'm I'm eight foot Mansky, and I'm <laughs> oh, here no, today I, with. I forgot a spooky name. I'm uh, here today ju- with Justin um, Daboo, De- ah, favorites. <laughs> yeah. And uh, was I Co- Coffin Cunningham? Yeah, I Colin the Creature Cunningham. <laughs> that will have to do. Co- um, Colin Cunning Rotman. Man, April, she thought that one out because she's like eight foot. Wait, so you're eight feet tall? Is, does that mean you're scary, or you're just like? I oh, you're feel very like tall. if I was if I was an eight foot man, I would be scary. Okay, or just oh, eight sure. feet in general. Who skied? It, yeah, eight foot man it, skiing. Yeah. <laughs> That's horrifying. <laughs> Coming at you down a hill? Yeah. Oh my God, you got to get out of the way. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, I can't stop. <laughs> so I'm eight feet tall. <laughs> yeah, the eight foot tall April is constantly telling us how tall she is. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, my uh, name's April, <laughs> April eight foot tall Mansky. All right, I get it. I can see you. <laughs> April, this is your pick. Uh, yes. Yeah, so it's Halloween. I promised that we would do something spooky because we didn't last week. Um, maybe what? it can go into November. Who knows? But no, uh, we'll drag it out. So this week's movie is a little movie from 2002, and I mean little, uh, called Ghost Ship. Ooh! All right, who's um, gonna make the ghost shit joke first? Yeah. Colin, April. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. That's that's your letterbox review, right? Yeah, ghost shit. Um, um, most I don't know. people would know this movie probably from the poster because it's like a oh, big yeah. ship that looks like the Titanic with a big skull on it. Ooh. I mean, I kept waiting the whole movie. I'm like, when's the ship going to turn into a ghost and yeah. start eating people? That, when's that it happening? Is... And then it never did. What the yeah. hell, man? False advertising. That ship at no point has a mouth on the front. <laughs> it's the same poster as Death Ship, which is a Canadian movie. Yeah, I just like, saw it's that. It's the exact same they thing. They ripped it off. And the tagline is... Uh, it's Sea Evil, S-E-A. <laughs> like you're seeing evil, but the sea... That's terrible. That's not even yeah, that's really that's bad. a good a first good. idea. Let's spend all night to try to figure something else yeah. that's better. Yeah, it's got to have something like... the next uh, day, Sea yeah. Evil. Something like Sea Evil. Um, uh, so, sea Evil, good for everybody? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it sounds yeah, good. Sure. Good, got it. Um, so my history with this movie... Um, came out you were in, trapped on a I ship. <laughs> oh no! Uh, so it came out in 2002. So I saw it um, when I was in high school, and uh, I think I'm not entirely sure, but I think I saw this because I was on a Gabriel Byrne kick. Um, wait, what? I had a bit of a crush on Gabriel Byrne. Wait, um, wait, wait! Based on what? Did you see The Usual Suspect? And no, you're like, I wish he was my you know, suspect. You know, you know what it's based on? I think um, Stigmata. Oh, end of days where he plays the devil. Also the a little bit of, of also birds. a little bit of end of days because he is. I think I saw end of days after Stigma. Not like Miller's Crossing or anything like. I that. I didn't even know he was in that. I oh, haven't seen it. So good. none of his good movies. So really, you went, man. I love Gabriel Byrne in Stigmata. Give me some ghost ship. I'm sure he's sexy in that one too. He is Stigmata again. Like I think it came out around this time. I think it was a little earlier, maybe mm-hmm. 2000. I don't know. Which is. A, not a very good movie, but it's a movie that me and my friends watched a lot when we were younger, and we loved it. Is that with Patricia Arquette? It is. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Like that. It, it honestly could it's be a on Chuck the Russell show. joint. Um, oh, damn! But I really, really liked it, and it has a very <laughs> similar feel to this movie, which is that kind of early two thousands <laughs> horror, like super 
cool kind of super slick almost yeah there's like i feel there weren't enough flash frames in ghost ship i'm sure there were a lot in stigmata though there were but there could have been more in ghost ship but anyway so (laughs) i use them all up for 13 ghosts they're like that's it no more flash frames (laughs) i think i watched ghost ship because of that um either that or i just caught it on tv one night i'm Mm -hmm. not sure but I mean, skipping ahead a little bit here, there's a sequence in this movie that I think is like a masterpiece. (laughs) And I was completely obsessed with this one four minute sequence in this movie. And um, so much so that I found the song and downloaded it and put it on a burnt CD. Because you know how uh, back in the day um, you would make up instead of a mixtape it would be like a burnt mp3 cd yeah. wait 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 were you obsessed with the like looney tune style flashback near the yes. end of the movie yes that's yes, right she was and sequence you know is so funny and <laughs> well, i, I so had good. so many questions as well including how like you have to get someone position so a spike can hit them in the face just perfectly <laughs> He was a, a devil person. He was person. the devil. Uh, he wasn't All right, right. I don't anyway. want to spoil it. I want to get <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. because I have a lot of questions about the, the yeah, big reveal too. of this movie. Me too. Um, so my my history with this movie, it isn't, it's very brief. It's not as long as April's. <laughs> but my friends were obsessed with it, and they kept really? telling me to watch Ghost Ship. Watch Ghost Ship. Watch Ghost Ship. I'm like, oh, give me Please, a Colin. No. Our souls will be able to finally go to hell if you watch I'm Ghost shocked. Ship. And so I think, yeah, they went to their cottage and then I finally watched it. I'm like, fine, I'm going to watch it on Netflix or something. And then I texted them after the first scene, the opening scene, which is my favorite scene, my favorite part of the it's, movie. It's everyone's favorite scene. Which is, the, which is by far the best part of the movie. And uh, I texted them after that scene. I'm like, this is fucking amazing. You guys were right. And then I think I texted them an hour later and I'm like this this sucks <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> it does suck the movie sucks but there's a couple of good scenes it starts on such really a high good. though you exactly. know? wait 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 I need to tell my history as well is that I thought 13 ghosts didn't like it read a yeah. review which was ghost ship the great first scene is good the rest is boring Never watch Ghost Ship. That's my history. <laughs> well, Justin, uh, what is the connection between this and 13 Ghosts? Because So these are all Dark Castle Productions, which was a production company started by Joel Silver, seemingly to do horror uh, films and remakes like House on Haunted Hill, 13 yeah, they were, Ghosts, they're, they're House gonna of remake, Wax. They were going to remake all the uh, William mm-hmm. Castle movies. And I think Ghost Ship turned out to be the first original one that they did. They actually wrote like a new story for it. Um, so 13 Ghosts and House on Haunted Hill were all remakes. Um, and we saw the logo at the beginning of the movie, yeah, Dark, the Dark Castle. Castle. Yeah. And mm-hmm. this was uh, the same director as 13 Ghosts, Steve Beck. Uh, he and never, he never directed again. <laughs> never directed again. He's a big uh, commercial guy, which you can tell by um, said sequence I've there, previously mentioned. Yeah, so he was like a commercial director. He worked at ILM as a visual effects art director on mm-hmm. a few movies, like Hunt for Red October, The Abyss, and the Abyss, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, some, some big ones. He directed two movies and never directed again after Ghost Ship. He directed commercials and music videos, though. So he's yeah, because he was like, I said everything I have to say with Ghost Ship. <laughs> and 13 Ghosts. And yeah, 13 the, Ghosts. The, the right writer of this movie never wrote another movie afterwards again i've said everything i have to say i looked to see if it had been a giant bomb and it wasn't it made like 30 million dollars so it was fine yeah it did pretty well i mean i think it's one of those i mean i'm guessing you know lower budget mid-budget horror movies where Mm -hmm. kids or teenagers or people "Eh, i want to see a horror movie yeah ghost ship it's got a skull on the cover let's go see it you know I, i can see it getting people in the theater I'd be curious yeah. as to why they stopped making horror films because, like, everyone my age, and I've talking to people, you know, that I've met 
like recently and they were also obsessed with dark castle films as a kid because no other studio was kind of pumping out this kind of movie that yeah. was so almost proud to be a horror film there was always shame like post-scream <laughs> shame yeah but it wasn't uh i think they actually put enough money into them that mm-hmm. they, they kind of classed them up a bit and you yeah. know 13 ghosts is by no means a good movie but you know the production design is fantastic like that house set is Amazing. I think that this movie as well has a lot of very good production design. Good production yes, design. Yes, there is some bad effects, but there's also yeah. some good, really good effects. Same with House yeah. on Haunted Hill. Like they weren't going for that kind of low, super low budget teen movie where it's just mm-hmm. like we have a bunch of teens in like a house a, or something like, like I, that. I know what you did last summer. Yeah, they were more kind of tier. classical horror movies, I guess you could say. They're, you know they're, why they stopped making these movies? I bet you Robert Zemeckis, who was a producer on this, just got bored and just didn't want to make any more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Yeah, to mention we saw his name in the credits. Like, yeah, Robert Zemeckis. That's and weird. He's a producer. He's not even like an executive producer, mm-hmm. which seems to indicate he was involved in the production. Well, yeah, that's what I, I sort of like. Was he attached at one point to do one of these movies? No, and then... it's he was always attached with Joel Silver related stuff because Robert Zemeckis was an executive producer on Tales from the Crypt, and I feel this was oh. kind of like related to it like it wasn't tales from the crypt movies but it was a project he was doing with joel silver that was in that horror realm right well mm-hmm. man i wish this was a tales from the crypt because uh, at least it would have been fun this again this movie would have been so much better if it was a short film or you know a piece of an anthology movie it would have been fantastic it could have been good and it's like when i was like watching it i just kept thinking about deep rising and how much i'd rather be watching deep rising because what's interesting about deep rising is not if you watch it recently like not much happens in that movie but the characters are fun yeah and you know you have um treat williams (laughs) the the charismatic dynamo leading the way so that movie's fun while this one when nothing's happening nothing's really happening yeah also the the characters are not that interesting no it's so it's they're so boring yeah even though that they're all like famous tv people because you have um, carl urban you have carl urban you have the nurse from er juliana margillis she's she's in the good the good wife she that's uh, she's actually really really famous for that if if you watch that show which i don't but uh that's like she's the mate she's the wife <laughs> isaiah washington is another like big tv person he was on gray's anatomy right yeah yeah i think yeah. so and this guy uh, ron eldard he's i always confuse him i always think he's like a fake dennis leary <laughs> he looks like he looks exactly like dennis leary he, he, he's like the guy that looks like um he looks bill like... maher that stars in the brian de palma film yeah he, he... <laughs> oh yeah that's right that's right he doesn't look that much he, he like looks no 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 i mean he's one of those guys I that mean, looks like Bill Waterskin. a comedian. Yeah, 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 he looks like kind of Tim Roth and Dennis Leary mixed together. And you've seen him. He was the, uh, I think, Ellie Fanning's dad in Super 8. So he's got this like long blonde hair with like these sort of pointy sideburns. Talking about Chris mm. Wasserson, is that his name? That was from yeah, that's the, guy the from, De Palma guy. Yeah, the, the guy body, from Body Double from Ghost Story. Body Double, yeah. And Ghost Story, another another good <laughs> ghost story. That movie's and, great. Uh, we forgot to mention superstar Emily Browning, star of Sucker Punch, is in this oh, movie. Oh yeah, as that's well. right. I saw her name in the in the credits. I'm like, gosh, she's not part of the crew. Ooh. And then I saw her in the very first scene. Okay, let's talk about the first scene though, because that's the big one that everybody remembers. It's the big one. Well, first of all, I'm 
mean, you st- I liked it immediately. As soon as the music starts, it starts off with this, like the sort of romantic, cheesy, like the love boat theme and like the yeah, and it's like tongue in cheek. It almost looks like a fifties like romantic comedy. The font, yeah, of the, Ghost fa- Ship is the all font, the font is yeah. very like flowery and it's like pink. And, yeah, you mm-hmm. don't. I didn't see that coming. Yeah, and you see all these like rich. <laughs> yeah, people. April right from the get go, she's like. Ah! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I pulled a pulled a Hubie. <laughs> so it's all these rich people kind of partying on this boat. I guess it's in the '60s or something like that. You it's supposed kinda, to be like '63 or something. I th- like think that. so. Yeah, you can tell by the fashions, and there's like this sort of uh, Italian singer dressed in a you know red dress. She totally looks like Italian Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, I think that's what they were going for. And everybody's dancing and having a great time. And then you see Emily Browning. She's very young in this movie. This is probably like the young youngest she's been on screen though, mm-hmm. was she in uh, lemony snicket yep she was in lemony snicket. she was okay yeah so she was a child actor for sure yeah so she's kind of on her own and she's got this little i don't know this like little word puzzle or something and she's spelling out i'm bored everybody's dancing having a great time and then you kind of see this hand manipulating this metal cable or something like that mm-hmm. and uh it snaps and cuts through everybody <laughs> and very very good sound design in this theme yeah. because uh, this this part because it's like the music like stops and then like <laughs> everyone's like frozen for a second and then you start to hear the sound effects of like body parts falling it's very similar to the beginning of cube one of my favorite movies yeah uh don't you mean resident evil where very similar scenes happen oh right the first one? Oh, the lasers yeah the laser no. room no i didn't see that i only saw whatever <laughs> shit sequel we watched <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty funny. How dare you? (laughs) So this is Evil Apocalypse is a great movie. This is really great. Everybody starts falling apart, and there's there's one cut. It's so funny. It's like this old man. He looks like the Monopoly Man or something like that. And he's dancing (laughs) with his wife, and he was kind of cut midsection, but then his his pants just fall. Yeah, what was (laughs) up with that? (laughs) It's like (laughs) to add insult to embarrassment. (laughs) They they are yanked down. It looks like somebody off screen pulled them down. And this scene is like real gross. It's the kind of scene that only someone with a lot of money can get past the MPAA. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because it's like blood is everywhere. Like a woman who's cut in half tries to put like her body back together. Yeah, yeah, she's like, and their hand is like twitching and stuff like that. Mm. And Emily Browning is too short, so the wire kind of goes over her head. And and know. the I think she's dancing. Is it the captain? I think it's the captain. And then yeah. his head, it's ha- it gets yeah, half his head. He's like, oh, splits into two pieces. Yeah, like his head is cut in half. And, I was hoping yeah. it would cut to a, like uh, a tech on the boat being like, oh shit, I fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Raise the sail, captain. Yeah. Captain, they're really gonna dock my pay this time. <laughs> Oh, and that's it. Um, yeah. That's that's so, yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's for the end of the movie. Things. Ghost ship pops up. Fantastic some corn opening. music plays. The end. for another yeah. forty minutes. It, it doesn't get interesting for like another thirty minutes. Uh, um, quote unquote. Well, we're introduced to our crew of all those actors we already mentioned. Yeah, Gabriel Byrne doing what he does for most of the movie, sitting back, not trying too hard. And hey, he's got his original accent, which I appreciated because I. I'm not saying his American accent is terrible, but like I just like to just let him be Irish. His character's name is Murphy, so yeah. you know Captain Murphy from Sea Lab 2020. Ooh, classic. Sea <laughs> Quest, uh... deep submersible. No, Sea Lab. Are you talking about Sea Lab 2021, or is that the yeah. that's the cartoon? The I, Adult anyway. Swim cartoon. Yeah, Sea yeah. Lab 2021. Oh, man, I don't know. you know what's funny? Just today, I bought a bunch of DVDs of Space Ghost Coast to Coast and Harvey Birdman. Oh, oh that man. is funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big Reliving that adult swim life. Yeah. Yeah. I love those days. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, so he's got a kind of ragtag crew of salvage. Mm-hmm. What are they? Boat they, salvagers. Boat salvagers. So they're kind of in the middle of saving this sinking boat. Yeah, so I like the scene, except it's kind of unclear what anybody does yeah. or what the point of it was. They're like, we got to save this boat. We've been, you know, hunting it for months. And all they do is like weld a plate to something. Well, she, yeah. like, she like zip lines to the boat. Yeah, yeah Isaiah Washington's like, you know, you got to get back here. We got a few minutes left. And then she's like, I'm like, not why? letting the, you know, the, I think they raised it off the seafloor or something like that. Mm. I don't know. It's going back down. She's like, I'm not letting this boat, you know, get out of my hands. And then she. she I can't lose this boat. Yeah. She jumps <laughs> into the water and I guess like welds this plate on. It's and, weird that they didn't like have someone trapped in it or something like that. Because it seems more like, who cares? I still wasn't like clear, like. Yeah. Who are they and what do they do? No, I had and no idea. What, and I know that they are—they each have their own jobs, but it's—it's it's not made clear to unless you—you—you you, you know about boats. Well, I guess it's like uh, Carl Urban, who's doesn't look anything like Carl Urban in this movie, and has this uh, weird accent, unrecognizable. Yeah. As 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 you may know, he's famous right now for being in The Boys, and if you look at him in The Boys and in this, it looks like a completely different person, and yeah. it sounds like a completely different person. Yeah, he's got this American accent, but it's very odd. It's very suspicious. He plays William Butcher in, in The Boys. That's a terrible. That's terrible. You, you do it better. Oh. Do it. Do it. Uh, William Butcher. Impression. I'm not a performing monkey, April. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say April. Come on, poor Jeez. Colin. Sorry, yeah, he me... needs to be primed <laughs> like like a performing monkey before yeah. it can go out on well, stage. Well, Carl Urban in featured in previous episode Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah. Um, I I, don't, I wonder like what's the most reoccurring actor in the episodes that we've done? <laughs> Adam Ooh. Sandler. Yeah, oh, it's probably got to be. If you include the Patreons, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, so yeah, Carl Urban, he's there, doesn't have much to do, he's like, unfortunately. He's like a welder. It's pretty vague. Yeah, I guess. Um, but Isaiah Washington is something. What is he, the pilot? He seems to like drive the boat. Santos. Oh, no, no, no. Santos drives. Oh, fuck. I don't, I don't, do not know. Yeah, they okay. all seem to do everything. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> they, they are tugging a ship. They're, they have this like uh, tugboat called the Arctic Warrior. Um, right. And they're, they're pulling this thing to shore and I guess they sell it. But whose boat was it? I guess it's just like they say later. It's an in international waters. The the scrap scrap metal is just up for grabs. Okay, so they they just raise these boats, but the thing is, tug them to shore. Well, maybe then... because they're so far out, they can do that. But yeah, um, like scuba divers like like to explore wrecks. Like you yeah, can, you can turn that into like a tourist attraction. So I don't know if you're allowed to just take wrecks up and, and well, it, move it them. depends what it is. If I it's guess, like you know yeah. a declared wreck site i guess i don't know how it works yeah. but they're, they're i'm not a treasure hunter i don't know how these things work that was a past life i haven't thought about that in a long in some time. time i haven't been treasure hunting in years mm. i'm gonna go down to my closet and there's gonna be like my old treasure hunting outfit scuba scuba <laughs> yeah. tank all the old the scuba gear kind of like falls upon it. my bathosphere <laughs> well anyway so they they rescue this boat and it's like a very boring action sequence, unfortunately. Yeah. And they come, we get back to shore and they're having beers. And yeah, they're uh, at this like nautical bar. It's yeah, like it, and it's cute. They are throwing money around. They're, I guess, like splitting their share of the of the boat. But they're they got paid cash. They're <laughs> throwing like wads of cash at one another. I'm like, guys, you're surrounded by these like scurvy sailors. Yeah, put the money away. Um. So now we get 
uh, introduction of the new character, who I think his name is Jack. Jack Ferriman. Jack Ferriman. Okay, so he's Ooh, famous Ferryman. because he was on the TV show Dexter, and I was a big Dexter fan. I was obsessed with it until it got absolutely terrible, and the last season is like some of the worst television I've ever seen. I've never seen this guy before. So he plays Quinn on Dexter. I watched like four seasons of Dexter, but I did not recognize Oh, him. he doesn't come in until later, but I think he's... Oh, is he like Dexter's like evil serial no, killer no, 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 brother? No, no, no. Like I think he, he's definitely in the third. <laughs> Dennis. I, think, I think he comes in, in the third season. No, he's one of the, Dennis he, and Dexter. He's one of the cops. No, his name is Fletcher. Dexter Fletcher. <laughs> his name is Quinn and he plays one of the cops and he's really good on that show. And uh, other than at the end of this movie, he's really bad in this movie. Well, I think it, it, you realize, I guess it's intentional. Because he's very sort acting of acting bad yeah, intentionally. Yeah, but I, that never really works though. Because you, you know this guy, he's so bland and emotionless, and you know it's and like boring. oh geez, oh he's no, like, that's hey, terrible. Uh, I want to. I'm a, a pilot, and uh, I found this boat, and I heard you guys are the best. <laughs> he's channeling Dan Haggerty. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, old period Dan Haggerty and elves like. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, I wish it was Dan Haggerty. Oh, I totally. That would be amazing. Dan Haggerty could totally play this role. I oh, can see it now. He yeah. looks like he's at least uh, would belong to this world. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. He would like stroll up in that that you know semen bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're hey. very mature around here. <laughs> so he kind of comes to them. It turns out he's like a, a Canadian Air Force pilot, or he works for the Weather Some Service, kind of or something. And he's showing them pictures. He kind of like, you know, sees them tossing around piles of money, comes over and he shows them a picture of this boat, this ship, um, which we don't realize yet is the ship from the opening. The ghost ship, if you will. <laughs> Wait, you didn't realize? <laughs> <laughs> this must be some unrelated ship that they're going to go It's an old black and white photo. I can't tell. Um, um, so, yeah, he comes up to them and he says, look, you know, it's in international waters. Uh, I kind of spotted it. I did a flyby. Couldn't communicate with them. So if you guys, you know, give me 20% uh, of, of the thing, you I'll let you know where it, this yeah. uh, where this boat is. And they're like, you know, we, we got to have a team huddle. And, and then, then they say, we want... Uh, we'll give you 10%. Yeah, we want 90%. And yeah. he's like, no way. He goes, oh, I can't let you take advantage. Okay, I'll come along. Now, Only okay, if I'm I'll allowed to come along, which yeah. makes no sense. But it's at this point that they say um, they've been saving that other ship for six months. They've been yeah. on a six-month trek, and they decide to do one more big score before right. the guy goes home to get married. It's like that would never happen in real life. He'd been away from his wife for six months, and then, well, I guess it's established later that maybe he's not ready to get married. Oh. Um, but anyway, they go and they get the ghost ship. And again, this <laughs> they get the ghost ship. And that's we, how we the gotcha. story ends. Give us our money. <laughs> this next section is again really boring because it's just like ship stuff. It's just like they find <laughs> the ship. They're loading onto the ship. Um, they're loading cargo. Uh, they're they're repelling onto it they, and, and it doesn't get interesting again until they actually start exploring it and you go yeah, into but that's when you get the ghosties rooms. when emily browning is just kind of wandering around the ship being like Boo! this yeah. has got to be the least scary horror movie i've seen in a very long time uh i have a movie for you called death ship which has way more wandering through the <laughs> ship than ghost ship does but it doesn't even feel that when you see the ghosts in this ghost ship that they're even meant yeah. to be scary well, it's a different well, tone. Well, I mean, you learn at the end that most of them are not. Yeah, <laughs> it's a different but, tone, though. The movies at the time, mm -hmm. 
at this time, movies at, at the, the time, time. Are, weren't meant to be as scary. And uh, okay, what? I know this sounds stupid, but like I guess it depends how. If you were maybe a really really little kid and you saw this, you would find it scary. But case in point, um, the opening scene, it's. It's supposed to be scary, but it's not. It's silly. It comes off, but it doesn't come off like a comedy. It comes off more like you are, you find joy by seeing this ridiculous violence because it is ridiculous. The conversation here is like, if you're expecting something to terrify you, you go like, what was the last film that terrified you? People would be like, The Exorcist. And it's like, yeah, that film came out like 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hereditary? That movie's pretty funny as well and goofy. I actually was thinking Hereditary is probably the last movie that really scared me. But this movie, it it doesn't, nothing, maybe it's just the cinematic language the director uses, but Mm -hmm. nothing comes off as meaning to be scary, well, if, when, if you know what I mean. Yeah, when we get to the music video sequence, that the sequence I keep talking <laughs> well, about, it's so hyper-violent, it's nothing but violence. But I'm not... Right. I'm not scared and I'm not thinking, oh my God, I'm enjoying it. Yes. And it's it's almost like a Tarantino movie at that point, you know? No, well, I mean, that's kind of that Robert Zemeckis feel is he loves that kind of like violence and effects and stuff like that. And like, you know, hooks going into people's faces. Even when they see the ghosts, you know Yeah, you're I mean? right. It's not scary. <laughs> These ghosts are not scary. And they're what not ghosts. They're just not meant to be scary. It's Emily Browning and the captain. Yeah, and that's the thing. Uh, uh, no, we also have Italian Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, yeah who's sexy. Sexy ghost. She's not scary. <laughs> She's sexy scary. Ghost. Uh, are you kidding? At one point, she kills somebody and then turns around to no one but the camera, and she's got spook face. <laughs> yeah. She's an old woman. Oh no, she was ugly no. the whole time. Well, first of all, we're on the uh, the Arctic Warrior, Gabriel Burns' tugboat, and they're they're searching for the ghost ship out in the waters. So this is. Oh, we're still not at the ghost ship yet. Oh, we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there, man. First, we gotta meet all the characters one by one. Uh, We've already met them. Uh, yeah. Well, we go around there. Well, the main the Jack Ferriman's got to meet them all again yeah so carl Ugh. carl urban is like a, a dirty hippie they constantly make cracks about how he never bathes <laughs> yeah <laughs> which i don't know he just looks like i mean he's a normal still hot, dude like, <laughs> <laughs> carl urban's a good looking guy but he's not he's dirtbag in this movie everybody wears really big pants in this movie and i don't mean like high pants i just mean really big baggy pants. baggy pants well maybe it because they knew that they would be moving around a lot <laughs> you know you, you it, it makes that make sense. Yeah, when you go on a ghost ship, you don't wear restricting clothes. <laughs> anyway, so a cool thing happens when it they're about the style at the time. It was. A cool thing happens when they're about to, um, but, well, they don't see the ship coming. It's like it's not on the radar. Where is it? Yeah, well, and then it pops up just out of nowhere, uh, like and, a ghost, and it has that big skull face, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, but no, it, it doesn't. doesn't. No, it doesn't. First, we cut to Santos, and he's in the bridge, and he's he's driving, and he's blasting this heavy metal music. Who's it? Blood vein or mud, mud vein. vein. It was like, I can't feel. <laughs> and even I was not enjoying it. And I love new metal. Uh, yeah, it, and I loved it. it. it was, and it uh, Isaiah Washington is his head is being shaved. And he's like, ah, these are dull. And I was like, I wonder if these dull clippers will play to the plot. Nope. No, unfortunately no. not. <laughs> I don't know what that line was. Gabriel Byrne comes up to the bridge, and thankfully he's like, "Would you turn that fucking music off?" And he turns it off, and he's like, "Oh, the ship was there on the radar, but now it's not." It pops up again, and, and then they see this big ship. Gabriel Byrne recognizes it 
instantly and knows everything there is to know. <laughs> so does he know like thousands of ghost ships yeah. and their stories? Oh, he's yeah. he's a he's a shiphead, he's, as they say. A shithead. <laughs> ship a ship shiphead. He's into this this kind of stuff. And I he probably he, studied it in school. I guess he knows the yeah. <laughs> ghost ghost ship one oh one. Ship school? <laughs> like Captain School. <laughs> I, that Captain probably, school. Dude, wouldn't that be cool if there was a course you could take on missing ships? Yeah, but it would always be the same thing. It's like, then the ship went missing. It's like, okay, well, the reason, anything the, else the happened? Reason he knows, no, it's missing. Reason, we don't know any of the details. Like, exactly. The, the reason he knows this one is because it just, it there was nothing. It was, was, it was a famous, why it was it, a famous yeah, uh, missing why ship, Why it I went guess. adrift, I guess. I forget the name of it. But anyway, he knows like when it went missing, who was like on it, when it was built, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Um Anyway, so, yeah. so it pops up, and then the blonde guy almost gets crushed by the ship, and that was a little scary, just because that's a very visceral like thing that could happen. Like, you know, you you're on the ship, and then it stops. You could be crushed quickly. by a ghost ship. Yeah, he stops yeah. quickly, and he falls over, and he almost gets gets crushed by the ship, and then he climbs up at the last I, you know, second. I've He's seen, fine, you guys. He's if, okay. If you ever watched that Deadliest Catch show? Oh yeah. So speaking of Deadliest Catch, if you're a fan of that show. Um, you're gonna love this movie, and also <laughs> like, um, uh, how about uh, Cold Water Cowboys, the Canadian version? <laughs> I used to work on that show. Yeah, she was one of the fishermen, one of the cold water. <laughs> Wait, cowboys so hauling up crab is I'm... similar to walking around a ship slowly? Yes, because the visually the footage is like the same. Uh, I don't know. You know that. that and like that like whale wars show and whale like, wars. You didn't know they went around and stopped whalers. Really? I only oh, know. I thought it was like whales in actual wars due to their racial prejudice. Oh, I thought it was yeah, like whales. I only fight. know about it because they did a parody on South Park. Um, mm. and, uh, yeah, so there's lots of, like, uh, fishing shows, and if you like that, <laughs> you'll like this movie, because it's boring shots of people on boats talking about the logistics of how are we gonna get on and get off and pull things around. I don't know, those, those... Oh, can fish- we get to the ghosts already? Oh, well, they, okay, fine, they get onto the ship. No, 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 Colin needs to take us beat by beat, I don't know if we've met every character no, Hold yet. on, wait, uh, have I introduced <laughs> I Santos? Yes. Oh, my God, Santa- it doesn't matter, he's, he's just be- some guy that blows all right. Oh, <laughs> so they get they get on the ship. They got on the ghost ship, if you will. They're they're walking around. <laughs> I will. They, they might they might see some ghosts. I think Juliana Margulies sort of sees. She's uh, the first one. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? Emily Browning's I don't yeah. character. She's like, I'm a ghost. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and Juliana's like, ghost in her pants. But Emily Bar Browning is just like showing up. Like, there's no like mist or fog or anything. She's just just standing there. Wait, do you expect like Mr. Fog to appear when ghosts show up? Yeah, I've seen like you know Ghost Hunters and all those shows. Oh, I've never seen any of them because I keep waiting for the one where they catch. Ago, someone will tell me when they do, and then I'll check it out. <laughs> no, they don't. Spoiler. Oh man. Okay, so yeah, so uh, they see the little girl ghost walking around. I think she's just even standing there. It's not even that exciting. Yeah. Well, she, the Juliana is. I uh, Epps is her name. The right. character's name. She's just like, oh, I didn't see anything. Uh, I'm going crazy. Um, and that kind of starts happening as they're like working on like fixing the ship. As they all like are seeing weird things, but it's not enough to make them actually like say anything. They just think, oh, my eyes are playing tricks on me. Yeah. Isaiah now. Washington kind of hears the singer when he walks through the ballroom. Yeah, and I think Gabriel Byrne sees like the the whiskey bottle, like a full bottle of whiskey 
whiskey in a yeah. glass, and it's like, that doesn't look like it should be there. He you goes know? up to the captain's quarters and pretty much disappears for the rest of the movie <laughs> up until the last well, it, 10 minutes. It, it is established that <laughs> Gabriel Byrne, Murphy, Murph, he's got a alcohol problem yeah he doesn't drink so he's tempted by this bottle of scotch in the captain's quarters plus he's the captain of the crew so he's like he's he's broing out with the italian captain a little bit who randomly just speaks english to him at one point which is like yeah uh, yeah he's like mama mia (laughs) that don't make no sense how about the scotch (laughs) that don't make no sense so classic italian i I swear yeah it, it feels like gabriel byrne goes up to this uh captain's quarters and you know he looks around for a bit and i swear you don't see him for almost a half an hour well he goes i'd forgotten he was in the movie and he comes back later so while while they're exploring the ship they see weird things like um epps is in like the empty pool and she sees like gunshots in it and it's like well that doesn't seem right why would there just be gunshots yeah but then the gunshots start bleeding but they don't notice it seems (laughs) so why are they bleeding yeah yeah, <laughs> that was really just weird. for the camera. Yeah, it's so weird. And that they was make, an effect I thought looked bad. Yeah, uh, they make a big deal about it because as she's sort of, she knocks her head and passes out and then Ferriman uh, finds her, wakes her up, and they're sort of like climbing out and walking away as the pool is filling up come slowly back, from the bullet Come back, guys. Listen, listen, let's just do this effect. I know imaginary. we missed our timing, but if they come back, maybe we'll get them again <laughs> and they'll fall in this blood pool. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, isn't this scary? It's like, no, nobody (laughs) knows. Nobody sees it or cares. Yeah. um, Guy hearing uh, the Italian singer, Mm -hmm. not really that scary. Um, Seeing a Mm -hmm. cigarette, a lit cigarette with lipstick on it, kind of freaky. But the other two, like, bumbling guys, Carl Urban and Blonde Guy, they Mm -hmm. don't really see anything ghosty. They're just, like, the comic relief characters. Yeah, kind of. But but, but not really. (laughs) Yeah, saying they're the comic relief. There's some comedic stuff involved. It makes it sound funnier than it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so do they find the gold before Santos meets his end? Yes. So they go into like the cargo hold and they find, I think it's like nine cases of like gold bricks, basically. And all the uh, serial numbers have been filed off. So they're untraceable, blah, blah, blah. And I think before that was when uh, they found a bunch of dead bodies in a tank. Yeah. And they're like, these are from like two weeks ago. So that's not 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 uh, suspicious at all. Right, guys? Yeah. And then Carl Urban finds like a modern digital watch oh, yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, OK, we, we're not the first team who's been on this ghost ship. Um, so, yeah, they find these like nine cases of gold. I'm it's automatically, a lot of gold. Oh, yeah, it's a lot. And I think Gabriel Burns has like 200, 300 million dollars. That's what the Depending call is Depending on what be. the price of gold is, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. April's a real gold stickler. She's like, wait a minute. Based on the trend. Yeah, I feel uh, like the price of gold, gold has standard, gone down. Which is a fake standard that uh, No Such Thing as a Bad Movie podcast is not believing. <laughs> yeah, it may have gone down. You do not speak for this podcast. Uh, so they're trying to bring the gold back. And then he cuts to Santos. He's in the... the like engine room of the Arctic Warrior. He's like fixing it. And no, he's, he's not. Is he in the Arctic Warrior? Yeah. I thought he was in the ghost ship. No, no, he's in the Arctic Warrior. Uh. And this is the tugboat, by the way. And he's like talking to a picture of something. And you assume that oh, that's his girlfriend or something. He's like, oh, I can't wait, baby, until I'm back home with you and blah, blah, blah. And then it, it cuts and it's just like a picture of a car. It's like a, I don't know, like a 57 Chevy. You know or what's like kind that. of a screenplay fail with that a little bit is that 
uh, earlier, um, it's Epps and um, Quinn, uh, you know, creepy guy, mm-hmm. who find the old car. Yeah, in the why room does the creepy gold. guy get so excited about that yeah. car, considering so that, what we learned later on? Yeah, that should have been Santos, who was like, oh my God, it's an old car. I dreamed, I was a kid, I used to dream about this. Like, it, it's like, it took, a, it took a characteristic from one character and put it on another one. And then didn't make sense. It was probably just misdirection. Yeah. I guess you know they like forgot whose names were what. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. like somebody else the said. names confused. Yeah, it yeah. was just like a search and replace that went wrong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no one noticed made, on set because you know <laughs> they don't want to point the it out. Final edit. Yeah, so they're trying to get the uh, the ghost back, and like Santos is like, and then he's like fixing the the motor and the engine kind of sprays oil on it his face. It comes oil on his face. And then he like licks it and he's like, oh, you're still sweet, baby. <laughs> and then and then ghost propane tank is like shown kind of being opened by a ghost. I don't know. Uh, yeah, Nothing. so can you explain to me how this explosion happened? Uh, he's like got the propane. The ghost opens the propane tank. Yeah, I got which that. Is, which is filling the engine room with propane. Yeah. And then he's uh, on the intercom to Isaiah Washington like, all right, start the engine, fire it up. And so then what Emily engine? Browning, the ghost, wakes up from her nap and she's like, oh shit, I forgot people were yeah. on this boat. She says, hey, stop, stop. <laughs> yeah, stop, yeah, stop. She's trying she to stop have said it. that yeah. like much earlier. <laughs> yeah, she says, no, don't stop the ship. And then somebody tackles her oh yeah i think that was supposed to be uh quinn um ferryman 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 just sounds like faramir and now i'm thinking of lord of the rings well he's the ferryman the oh i get it ferryman okay right so Uh, anyway script is airtight i think that's what you guys so he's like he tackles a you just see yeah, somebody. Tackles a little but girl. But it's like she's a ghost. She's getting tackled. And then Isaiah Washington fires up the engine on the Arctic Warrior. So the engine is like there's a, a, there's a, a combustion that happens in the engine that he's working on. I don't understand how engines work, apparently. It's, yeah. You <laughs> fire it up and the spark plug goes oh, and ignites and the, the gas. And the spark ignites the gas. Room. And yeah. then Santos the whole... is like, here we go again. And then he blows up. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He smells the propane. Oh, oh, like, oh, oh shit. shit. Yeah. yeah, great moment. And Cut Isaiah a Washington. CGI explosion. He would have been dead. He was on the ship during this yeah, he was Mungo explosion. And he gets out with just like <laughs> a, like a, like a, like a like cut on his forehead. Yeah, Juliana Margulies jumps off the ghost ship to rescue him. And he's just floating, like floating, like his, he's I mean, stuffed with like As we know in this movie, you can something. float on the water and survive like anything. Yeah, yeah you just sure. go on your back, April. That's how it works. Yeah, yeah exactly. You do the dead man's float. Just That's go why, on yeah. your face. So they're really pissed off because they lost one of their own. Gabriel Byrne takes it especially hard. This is where this is where he disappears from the movie. He goes to the captain's quarters and just hangs out there. You don't even see him going there. He's just no, gone. No, he's just in there. <laughs> he he shows up a little later and then you find he succumbs to temptation. You know what this um, movie's missing? It's like a sea alcohol. captain, like a William Defoe who's like, "Ah, welcome to the ghost ship." Yeah, who knows everything? Yeah, or like you know an yeah. old yeah he yeah he's like a demon. Days. Oh yeah, he's like a guy who hunts ghost ship. He's like, ah, I rate this a seven out of ten. Yeah, he should be the guy. Scale. He should be the crew member who like knows all the stuff about mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Ah, uh, well, I heard a tale about the blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. Stay within the demon circle. Yeah, that would be more fun. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that's it. This is a different time in the two thousands, early two thousands. <laughs> we can't. This we can't <laughs> have anything fun. That was like, 14, like that. Fourteen years ago, it wasn't. Uh, it was a different kind of fun. When did the Blair Witch come out? That was a scary movie. Yeah, man. Uh, a 90s, I think. Yeah, that was like, like late, late 90s. 90s. Late 90s. 
Um, yeah, so this... This know, movie, this... we should point out, what's interesting about it is, and by that I mean bad, is that no one <laughs> finds out this is a ghost ship until, like, the last 20 minutes. Yeah, well, they all think they're seeing things, and uh, a lot of them... Well, I mean... Uh, what's his name? Kerry Washington. <laughs> Isaiah, Isaiah Washington. Washington. He realizes he's talking to a ghost like right before he dies. So it's yeah, like, but he's like, I'll still have sex with you. Uh, yeah, he, it isn't right before he dies. He he goes back to the ballroom. I mean, not right before. He goes back to the ballroom, which is actually a pretty neat scene. And then like time rewinds around him. It's like a three sixty on him. That looked so cool. It actually looked pretty good. Yeah, uh, great it's like, hello, Captain America. Oh, yeah. to have this last dance. Well, can you explain to me how something like that is done? Like, obviously, they got a bunch of tables and wrecked them with strings and then reversed the film. Is that what happens? Yeah, so he would be shot on motion control, which would probably be like a 360 uh, around him. So they can repeat the camera move. They would do it once with the, uh, I guess, furniture and stuff mm-hmm. being destroyed. And then they would shoot it backwards uh, for him. So shoot it yeah. like forward, sorry, for him, backwards on the other stuff. So when they reverse one... They're kind of synced up so they can play cool. the destruction footage backwards and then him sort of acting. So they shot him in the scene because he looked like he was no, just he's green. On green he's screen. green screen. Yeah. yeah. It's not the, the, the best. It's not the key best composite on him, anything. but the room itself. I love like things going backwards. Yeah, it's and like cool. and like glass is like flying back up to the ceiling yeah. and the I was like, whoa, like they really shot this stuff. It wasn't just a big CGI mess. Obviously it was aided by CG, but I felt the practicalness a little bit. Definitely. You know what I mean? You know, you've seen it done better, say, in like, you know, Doctor Strange with that Mm. whole sequence where just like everything around them. Or maybe Tenet. We'll have to see Tenet to see see it. (laughs) Who can do it? We'll see it in theaters in 2027. Yeah. To see a reverse whatever action scene. (laughs) Yeah. I thought that April was leading us to like, and many scenes are like this in the new Christopher Nolan film, Tenet. Brought to you by the closed theaters in Toronto, Canada right now. Yeah, we're closed big time. Not that I was going to go anyway, but uh, release it on video. On video? Nolan's like only on VHS. Yeah. (laughs) Tenet on VHS, yeah. <clears throat> video disc special release. That's how you're supposed to rewind and replay it because you can't really do that on DVD or Blu-ray players. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I liked this next sequence. Um, after, so after like Santos dies and they decide, okay, we're gonna actually keep going. We're gonna try and get the gold. We have to repair and, um, the we ghost have to ship. Fix the ship. Yeah, because <laughs> ob- their ship blew up. Because so, it is it know. is sinking. So what they kind of revealed that there's a hole in the side of the ghost ship. It's mm-hmm. sinking, and then the current is gonna bring it into these rocks, which it hit before. Yeah. So, so they have go to. Around. Around. They've got to they've got to fix the the patch. They got to patch it up, and then they got to fix the engine and get it going. Every so, time we say yeah. ghost ship, someone should take a shot. <laughs> you will be dead within five minutes. <laughs> oh God! I wish I saw ghosts in this ship. Uh, so, like at this point, they're all doing different things, and there's some fun intercutting. Like I I do appreciate it's not just one person sees something creepy, then another person sees it. They're intercutting them together. Um, and, I mean, uh, Carl Urban is just chowing down on yeah. food that he found in the ghost ship. <laughs> Carl Urban and, and like, Blonde Guy are eating maggots, so and that's have, what's supposed I, to be scary. I mean, I have questions. Why are they making Carl Urban do this? I, <laughs> does he realize he's eating maggots at one point? We don't I, know. No, it, no he just chows down. So it, who's no, who no, is this the, for? No, the scene opens, and they're doing rock, paper, scissors, I think. Yeah. And so he loses a bet, and he's got to eat. Like they, they find these tins of food that have been around since probably the since 60s. the ship was yeah uh it's a tin of beans and then like he's like yeah you, you lost you got to eat it so carl urban eats it and he's like oh this tastes pretty good and then it cuts to a close-up that it's maggots 
But Carl Urban never reacts, so he's like, oh yeah, these are good. That's yeah. No, yeah, he story. does. So that's what we, I asked. <laughs> no. I think that they were seeing good food, yes. but they were tricked. Because he's like, this is really good, and then the other guy starts eating, and then they're both eating and eating, and then and they eventually realize they maggots. realize, and then Carl Urban's like, oh, and he like spits out A all very, these maggots. Oh, maybe I looked shot. away. I thought they just chowed down, and they're like, this is delicious. Yeah, it was for a second, the and then, yeah. So it's it's like the uh, the Lost Boys, you know, and he's like, yeah, yeah. you're eating maggots. Maggots, Michael. So they were tricked by the ghosts into not seeing the maggots. I think right? no, so. No, okay, well, we won't spoil what's about to be revealed, but somebody in that room was tricking Carl Urban. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And why? Let's what is that. the point of this? Yeah, what I was the know. point? Were they going to die reveal, from eating maggots? I don't think you can die from eating maggots. When the no. reveal happens, it's like... He could have just got them to the boat and just killed them all instantly and his mission would have been accomplished. I know, but then we wouldn't have a movie, right? No, um, he, no, uh, okay, we'll get into the motivations well, of the villain yeah, later. He's gonna, they, they have to do something first. Yeah, but they, they don't to. all do that, do they? They do. I don't even know what you're talking about. They all have to commit a sin <laughs> in the ghost sin. ship. What? I thought it was just they have sin in them because all adults do. No, so, okay. Okay, we're, yeah, we, we're you, well, it. first of all, we're going to get to the scene that you like. Um, so basically, uh, yes. Juliana Margulies, uh, she goes to one of the cabins, I guess, and we realize that it's Emily Browning's cabin. Yeah, and they have like a full-on conversation. Emily Browning's skeleton is hanging from the ceiling, and Emily Browning just shows up, ghost. Again, none of the ghosts are scary in this movie. Yeah, and they just talk. They just have a normal conversation. Yeah, and she's like, I'm a ghost. You know, I was on the ship. I was meeting my parents. Um... Uh, he doesn't want me talking to you. He's afraid. Uh, blah blah blah. Um, I think because she didn't sin. That's why that he yeah. can't that's control why. her. Because he, yeah. because young he he can't uh, control ghosts who who didn't sin, and she was too young to to have. So is this sin. like a Bill and Ted kind of thing, where essentially everyone on the planet Earth will go to hell because they've sinned in some way based on those Ten Commandments? No, right? I think that evil our our villain has to mark them and then he has they to go. Mark them, and they have to be on the boat. So I don't think they have to be. Did on the he mark do. everyone that was that was killed in the opening? Uh, yeah. Everyone's like, "Ooh, hot!" <laughs> and then he, like, I guess them all. we didn't see it, but I guess he did. <laughs> no, it's a very because, long and complicated process. No, the people, uh, the people that were cut in half, yeah. they weren't they weren't marked as far as I know. But I they're know. going to hell as well. I don't know. At them. the end, you see him go to heaven. You see them trapped and being released. <laughs> you know so, okay, what? It's a okay, little complicated. Let's just go. Let's just go to the flashback first. Okay. So uh, before the flashback happens, uh, Gabriel Byrne is seeing Santos everywhere because he's really upset about Santos because um, he's like, I lost <laughs> he was one of my, my own favorite crew member. <laughs> yeah, I lost one of my own. It was my responsibility, and he has a little convo with the captain, who just shows that he's in the captain's quarters again, and just he, sitting down, not scary. As I said earlier, he he starts drinking alcohol, so he's off the wagon, and uh, the captain just starts. Is speaking. it on the wagon or <laughs> off the wagon? Exactly. Um, so he, uh, the captain, just starts speaking English, and he's like, well. On my ship, whatever it's called, we picked up another ship that was set adrift, the Lorelei, I think it was called. Yes. And uh, there was, was one only survivor. one person on it and a bunch of boxes. So that's where the gold came from, mm-hmm. this other ship. And so you're like, hmm. And then cuts away, and then we get to, uh, <laughs> hmm. uh, what's her name? Linda Margulies? It's not Linda. Juliana Margulies. Juliana Margulies. So she uh, finds um, Isaiah Washington. Um, he, uh, 
dead dead we kind of glossed over it but he he after the cool 360 scene he's like about to like literally like about to have sex with the marilyn monroe lady and he falls (laughs) down an elevator shaft wait that's so confusing it's weird that she didn't like i don't know like ghost him and be like roar and attack him she had to get him in position in front Mm -hmm. of the elevator shaft so she could then push him over he was in mounting position no he was gonna like grab her and then she disappeared and he fell through her and then lands on rebar and and then then she like turned into the camera and she got spook face yeah, yeah, which makes no sense. So we're almost at the end, right, guys? Yes. Well, we're at uh, an hour and 10 minutes into the movie. Mm. Uh, it, it's an hour and a half movie. So I checked. Um, so we finally got to, as a, what I call, the music video sequence. Because right. it basically turns into a music video. It's a four-minute sequence. Mm-hmm. I counted four minutes. And uh, if you could, like, put, like, a scene from a movie, a sequence from a movie in your top ten... This would be in my top 10 of all time. Why? And it's, oh my God. And it sucks because it's not a good movie. This movie is terrible. But, but the scene um, is so goofy. Like, no, it's, it's not. It's cool. It's not cool. It's just like, it's, cool it's like, it's like, it's literally like a Zucker Brothers gag. It's just people continually like killing each other. I, yeah. I disagree. It is. But like, I found it very It's like, emotional. I'm the villain. I killed you. Oh, wait, there's another villain in they killed me well the, the also the funny thing not funny but the unfortunate thing about this sequence is you, you go back and you find out what what actually happened on this ship and mm. i wish they just made a movie about that because it's a much better story than a bunch of ugly salvagers um finding a ship Ooh, but, ouch gabriel byrne doesn't deserve to be called ugly no you're right he's not he's sexy yeah oh, okay <laughs> um, so basically what happens is they picked up the lorelei and it had gold on it and then the members of the crew each start defecting because they want the gold for themselves so they somehow get under this impression that they have to kill everybody on the ship so they can get it all they come up with a convoluted plan to use a wire to <laughs> cut everybody in half who's on the dance floor. Not they just a wire people. yet. They also yeah. shoot them. They like. shoot people execution style in the pool. They go around to the cabins and get everybody. And then the bad guys each start betraying each other a la the, dark, the opening bank robbery scene in The Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Much so wait, like I, that. I, I, I want to give through all the beats of betrayal because they're very funny. So yeah. first off, we have... <laughs> They get the money, and um, there's a group of guys. They go to the gold, but one of them stands back with Italian Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. And the one who stayed back, he shoots all the guys. He's like, ah, yeah, with the machine crazy. Gun. Then they kiss Italian Marilyn Monroe, and she kills him, too, with a gun, no, right? No, he turns yeah. around, and she kills him. She and then she the turns around, around and, and Mystery else. Man, like, comes yeah. towards her. It's, and fer- they, it's Ferryman. It's Yeah, it's they Jack make Ferryman. out, and then a hook releases from its... Uh, <laughs> the ceiling. Yeah, and... and uh, impales her yeah it swings yeah. and kind of catches her on the but, jaw and lifts her up like, it's like that it's like the opening of the naked gun when like oj simpson keeps hurting himself he's like yes oh, yes oh, no. it's like that <laughs> anyway so this sequence um back in early 2000s um there were this was like an early example of speed down slow up or in the the business we call them speed ramps and i think it kind of came to a culmination in 300 that, and that was later that was 2006 that was when everybody kind of became super aware of it and then zack Snyder's seemingly been using them ever since 
Um, but they were around a lot back then, but this was an early example of it. So we weren't like sick of it yet. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a really, really effective use of it. Also, I haven't talked about the song yet. So it was done by John Frizzle, who is the guy who <laughs> did the score. He's the composer. Oh, okay. So he's singing on it and everything. Hmm. And he did a some scores for these types of movies in the early 2000s and the 90s and I think he does other stuff now like I think like uh, maybe video game stuff he's not like a famous composer or anything but really good score and uh, I think this scene is really effective because there's lots of fast edits it's a, it's a good use of the speed ramps it, it, it's also like we see like Emily Browning as a ghost, like looking back on like what she's really kind of she's kind of watching herself and, yeah. and seeing what happened to her. And but, Epps is there too, and she's reacting yeah. to it. What I do like about it is it tells so much story in just like four minutes, and it tells more story than is in the rest of the goddamn. I know, movie. and it does it with so much visual <laughs> style that is completely missing from the rest of the movie. Yeah, and that's when you can see it's like, all right, this guy's a music video commercial, uh, commercial director. director, and. Uh, because I edit, I work on commercials. Pe uh, people are still wanting to put speed ramps in commercials, and I don't. Yeah. I don't do they? like them now. I think that they're very overused. No, yeah. no speed ramps. They're banned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they should be banned in, in commercials. They can work though, and this is a perfect example of that. Um, so my next question is: Do you think if someone just watched this scene, it would have the same impact? Maybe, maybe not though, because it answers some of the questions in the movie. Why are there uh, bl bullet holes in the pool? Why are there bullet holes in the car? Um, I guess that's about it. It kind of feels like <laughs> the entire movie was building up to this point, and this is like Absolutely. the sort of big, okay, finally we're going to find out what the hell happened, who the kind of mystery man is. It's Jack Ferriman. Yeah, and then you, you you get quick flashbacks, a montage of like him acting suspicious throughout the movie, which it was so obvious that he was the bad guy throughout the entire movie. Like, yeah, something something's odd about him. So basically, it's he does a big exposition scene with Juliana Margulies. Um, Gabriel well, Byrne dies. Not until by the Gabriel way. Byrne dies. Yeah. But by the way, for all you listeners out there, if you do just want to watch that scene, it's on YouTube. I think it's called Ghost Ship. The little girl's story. I would, I would say, just watch the opening scene. No, this is this is this is a masterpiece, and I'm I not even joking. I love how much April loved this scene. This is her yeah. Boondock Saints. It is, uh, and I, I I liked Boondock Saints too. If you can imagine. Ooh. Yeah. Um, but, so uh, oh, yeah, so good. It's so good. It basically okay. So Ferryman, <laughs> Gabriel Byrne dies. They lock him in an aquarium, and then somebody fills it up with somebody water. He drowns. <laughs> So Ferryman reveals that he's like a he's like a soldier of the devil. He's like Spawn. He lived a life of sin, and then when he died and went to hell, the devil was like, "All right, you're gonna you can go free, but you have to help me out. You have to fill a ship with souls, the souls Apparently. of sinners." So he basically travels around and uses this gold to get people. To, I don't know to. Awaken the greed the in people. Oh, so that's supposed to be then sinning is the gold thing? No. So it's it will inspire them to murder and cheat and lie to one another. Okay, okay. So he just uses the gold as like a kind of way to get 
people to. I wonder if there was like a better draft where like each of them did like a separate sin. I'm sure maybe the screenwriter was like, oh, Isaiah Washington, he has lust. Yeah, he's the only one who likes. And and, and the car guy also has lust, and Gabriel Byrne gives into his alcohol. Yeah, no, I think yeah yeah, they did. What about what about the two goofballs? What do they do? Uh, Gluttony. Gluttony. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Oh my god. Carl Irving gets crushed in like machinery. Yeah, very unceremoniously. There's yeah. just yes. like a what's that called? Like, like a water wheel. It's like they fired <laughs> Carl Urban and they're like, we gotta kill him without showing his face. I yeah. don't even know how I can't even remember how fake Dennis Leary died. You do, it's off screen. Yeah. Really? Yeah, so he yeah, has a he showdown commits murder. Yeah. With ferryman and ferryman's like, you're so disgusting. I have questions. Okay. Wait, wait, I have questions. So this demon, he's yeah. like maritime division of like yeah. the soul armies, right? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. he would love to be anywhere else, but they're like, sorry, pick the short straw. You only do ghost based soul. <laughs> you only do ship based soul. Yeah. So, so he's, I laughed so hard when it was revealed because he's basically like schlubby middle management when it comes to like soul repossession yeah and he keeps referring to the oh the bosses aren't going to be happy and he's so bad at his job he's been working on this contract since the 60s yeah for 40 years he has telekinesis and he barely even uses it in the movie yeah he, d- um, he just ends up tackling and Emily also Browning. he still expresses pain even though it's been revealed like he's yeah. immortal he can get shot he she's, got blown up and then he shows up again she stabs him with a with a harpoon and he's like oh yeah exactly he's bleeding and everything it's like what what is um, happening i will say though like he when he gets to at least be like evil man he at least the, the, he's a good actor like he's he, yeah. showing good charisma it was very lacking in the first three quarters of the movie. Yeah, I think that was like intentional, but it didn't work. It just sort of came off as him not being a very good actor. Plus, he's kind of like a smaller blonde. He's not a very imposing person. I think that that maybe that's the point. He reminds me of the guy from the original Hellboy, uh, the main character. Oh, Jonathan Reese Myers. Uh, Is that his name? I think that's what his name is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The really boring character that uh, studio went, you have to have someone like... (laughs) You know, to be the entry points. Like, yeah, oh. it's the audience surrogate. And then they, he was so boring, they got rid of him in the second. Well, that's yeah, fa- in one line in Hellboy 2, he's like, yeah, he's in Alaska now. <laughs> well, Ferryman kind of was the audience surrogate because he gets to ask boat questions. Yeah, what's Even though this? we what's already that? know that he knows probably plenty about boats. So one more thing I want to say about him is that um, when we find Gabriel Byrne in the tank... Um, he's got a picture of him from the 60s and he's wearing like the same jacket that he is now. <laughs> like, yes, maybe fashions in the 60s weren't that different, but... Style never goes. It, it, <laughs> it was style. like a J. Crew jacket. Guys, <laughs> guys, I'm going to blow your mind. The actor who plays Ferryman, Desmond Harrington, mm-hmm. has acted alongside Dennis Leary in Rescue Me. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I'm seeing double for Dennis Leary. <laughs> Again, a, a television actor. Do you, you think know? he kept like cracking jokes with this actor in this movie? Oh, <laughs> remember we were on like uh, Rescue Me and then like, oh, fuck, man. So wait, <laughs> this actor is also in Manhunt. Wait, is Manhunt that Dennis, D- David Fincher show? No, no that's, that's called Mind, Mind Hunter. Hunter. Yeah. Manhunt Des- is like the ripoff show. Wait, so De- Desmond Harrington, is he British? Yeah. Desmond Harrington. That's the most British name I've no, ever heard. he's from Savannah, Georgia. Yeah, I know he's not. I didn't think he was because he's been American and everything I've seen him in, but... Anyway, anyway, they blow. She blows up the ship, and he blows up. Like you see, body parts fly. I think you see his spine. You see his spinal column fly towards camera. <laughs> and then, wait, um, you guys skipped so much stuff, though. What <laughs> because, did we? 
Yeah, because you guys are at the end of the movie, right? Where he blows up? Yeah. Uh, I don't think we missed it. Well, I mean, they have like. What about a him morphing, though? And being him like, what? don't him you morphing. think I'm this person? And then he morphs? Yeah, he turns into the blonde guy. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's like, you could do this the whole movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Know. Again, he's really crappy at using his powers. That was yeah. some like T2 style effects where it's like, <laughs> yeah, you figured it out. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Anyway, it's pretty lame. So she blows up the ship. His spinal column again. Yeah. He's like a demon. What he goes out like a chump, like so easily, multiple times. I know. And this is why I'm so bad at my job. Yeah. So it's the, the him so long. ship is sinking. I think Juliana Margulies is like, is she swimming through the boat? She's swimming for a really long time, and then I think Emily Browning like points to a she hole. she points to a hole off screen, and then there is. And the I would like funniest, to point out this is the okay. This is the funniest. The shot. whole point of the podcast, which is okay. what our favorite things are. Which I think we forgot to do last week as well. Well, I did. I've already said no, off the didn't. top. April did. This is your thing, right? This is my thing. This is my favorite scene the, because it brings like beauty to the movie. I, <laughs> like, I've rewound. The director <laughs> wants tears streaming down the cheeks of everybody watching this film as all the ghosts we've learned to love arise up to heaven over like five minutes. Yeah, it's very, very long, but. When Emily Browning points off screen so Juliana Margulies can can exit the boat, the rear end of the boat is tipped up into the air. And like so the you, you see a wide shot of, of the tail end of the boat with the propellers. And it's probably like 150 feet off the foot. And you see a tiny, tiny Juliana Margulies. <laughs> falling from this boat and i had to rewind it i was like wait a minute was that her i never noticed that before <laughs> it looks like they just did like a little cardboard cutout of her it's like yeah ee. i know it was really funny she falls like a hundred feet into this water and, and then she would be she's, dead uh floating on a trunk a suitcase yeah. and she lives but yeah the whole soul's ascending <laughs> up it looked it reminded so me funny. of um uh the haunting the yeah. haunting movie with Liam Neeson um, yeah. because the, the CGI was at that level and this movie again there's some good practical effects in this there's some okay VFX of, mm-hmm. and then there's some uh, good VFX but like it runs the gamut of and good then this to bad. one is like what the fuck it's like yeah. they ran out of budget some of the ship stuff looks it's very not, scale model it's not that they ran out of budget it's just like a such a poorly designed like idea for a scene at the end of the movie mm-hmm. she's <laughs> like, like no one swimming. wants to see these these ghosts just ascend to heaven. Yeah, and she's like swimming up, and there's like these ghosts in the water, like swimming, but they're and like they're all blue. like smiling and winking. The only yeah. thing that was missing was like the clouds forming the face of Gabriel Byrne, and he like <laughs> yeah. winks at her. No, just like all of the crew members looking back down at her, <laughs> yeah. giving her a thumbs Thank up. you for yeah, you're free now. <laughs> so why is it that just because the ship is sunk that their souls are free? Yeah, wouldn't the ghosts be like oh? Are they like trapped in the ship? No, because yeah. so the ferryman, this is the way he explained it. Uh, he, it. He has to collect the souls on this boat. Okay. Yes. So the goal he is He needs to like get to the, a certain number and then they all go to hell. Yeah. Yeah. And on the boat. On the boat. Yes. The boat but wouldn't they still be, be trapped on the, on the boat yeah. if it sunk? He, he has to collect a certain amount of souls and then uh, the boat goes to hell with the souls and he can go free. He can okay. like. Well, can someone then explain to me the ending ending? Because I don't get it. 
Okay, so. so at the end, our hero gets picked up, she's put in an ambulance, and she looks through the window, and she sees all of her crew members. Okay, and, see, I wasn't uh-oh. sure if that's it's, who they were, because they didn't look like them. And it's Dennis Leary, and they're getting back on the boat dressed exactly the same way they were when they did it in the 60s. And they're and they're carrying the gold. And they're the carrying gold. the gold. But I thought that they were leaving the like the ship that picked her up. No, they were getting back on it. They were yeah, going they're, up or the Or they're ramp. getting back on a ship. Not specifically the ship that she was on. They're just doing it again. Because, oh. listen, he's in the Maritime Demon Division. He can only do ship-based things. <laughs> because, like, the crew, it didn't look like her crew. It looked like their stand-ins or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wasn't quite sure. You I was couldn't like, really see their faces. Yeah, so. I was like, oh, is that her crew? Which and m- like, means maybe they shot that after they... they uh, yeah, like we need another people. sting or it's something. It's possible, yeah. Because I'm like, is that supposed to be Isaiah Washington? It doesn't look like I mean, him. that's such a popular ending to horror movies. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like the guest did it. Like a bajillion, like probably like Jason movies did it. Like, oh, I'm fine. I'm in the ambulance. Oh, no, he's still out yeah. there. Yeah, and then he kind of like looks at her. So the, the idea is he's got his new crew. They're boarding the ship with the gold again. And he's got to start from scratch, I guess, because he lost all those souls. I guess. So what? Yeah, he's gonna... like, here I go again. Literally the same playbook. Like, you know, you know what real insanity is? Just doing the same thing over and over again, hoping yeah. it will change. Well, yeah, that's, so what? That's punishment. So he's going to be on there for another forty years. Well, and maybe he <laughs> yeah. can do better. No, this maybe he'll time. get it this time. Yeah, maybe that metal wire will cut. Oh, <laughs> do the just, same thing every just time. Just die. <laughs> How many souls did he need? Did he even say? He didn't say. Yeah. Uh, Six hundred and sixty-six, I assume. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, good point. <laughs> So that's Ghost Ship. Wait, I like to point out that uh, a lot of the actors were angry how the film turned out because they were promised Titanic meets The Shining, which sounds like an <laughs> awful movie. If you um, say your movie is going to be like The Shining, that means it's going to be boring and nothing happens in it. That's not you, a knock yeah. to The Shining. That's just a knock to anyone trying to imitate it. If you take this movie completely at surface level, I guess surface. it's a, yeah, I know. I guess it's a little bit of Titanic <laughs> yeah. meets The Shining, but you should not categorize it that way. You should categorize no. it as a movie that has a lot of really, really good potential, but it essentially squanders it with a boring story and not very interesting characters. Uh, but also one of the greatest uh, sequences in movie history. Exactly. Um, the, so The opening sequence. Justin, was your favorite thing the ghosts floating up to oh, heaven? Oh, yeah, the ghosts floating up to heaven, showing us that there's a little bit of optimism in our lives. Yeah, of, of course. Before ripping it away, right before credits roll, uh set to the music of Mudvayne. Mudvayne. And oh, it kept was Mudvayne. I was hoping for like a ghost ship rap, like, you're on the yeah. ghost ship. You're never going to get off. Oh, it's like LL Cool J for some reason. He's doing his <laughs> yeah, like deep blue sea yeah, rap. Yeah. Deep blue sea. Uh, just- Lewis. Did you notice that the end credits were old movie style with the cards yep. and not the crawl? Mm-hmm. It's the little things, right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway that's ghost ship um I, I i can't even say i would recommend that you watch the whole movie because i feel like you'd be disappointed but it has one of the best sequences i've ever seen so maybe watch that and then if you are, are confused every time you say that i'm gonna add this to the list of like april statements it's like like commandments it's like 
uh, thinner, the best Stephen King movie. <laughs> Ghost Ship features yeah. one of the greatest sequences in movie history. Well, I've loved it since high school, and I haven't seen it in obviously a long time. I think I had it on PVR and would just like watch it every once in a while, just <laughs> just you know without watching the whole movie, obviously. Yeah. Um, and uh, I was just I I it has not lost faith in 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 my brain. But I was hoping that wow. because when I saw this movie originally, I was like, this movie's bad. But now I've seen so many bad movies since. I thought maybe I would have more of an appreciation for it but it's it's mm. re- it's really just, like the bad parts are really just boring um, yeah and it, it's even though there's some some good stuff in the movie it's not that great anyway it's on itunes if you want to rent it or if that sequence is on youtube the little girl's <laughs> story um so yeah i guess that's it for ghost ship yeah uh, just make sure it's uploaded by a at mansky uh, forever <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, and if you want to email the podcast, we're at no such thing as a bad movie at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at no such thing pod. And if you want to support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash no such thing is a bad movie. And uh, we get a little bonus episode every two weeks if you're on the $5 level. On the $2 level, you can be submitted to the bad movie lottery to pick an episode every couple months or so. And uh, next week, the bonus episode, we're keeping it in the Halloween world. Uh, we did Hubie Halloween and Adam Sandler classic oh my god <laughs> soon to be classic. oh no yeah yeah soon to be classic it could be it could be um and if you want to tweet at me or check me out on instagram i'm at april at mansky you can follow me on twitter at decluj d-e-c-l-o-u-x letter j on letterbox justin the clue you can listen to me every week on the base Street video podcast or the important cinema club and if you like good movies you should check out goldninjavideo.com because i just released through that company matt farley's don't let the river beast get you which has been previously featured mm-hmm. on no such thing as a bad movie previous episode And it's a big special edition with two new commentary tracks, interviews with all the cast members, a feature film directed by those guys that has never been released anywhere. Not even on the internet. It's only available on this disc. Could it be the conclusion to the Druid trilogy? You would be correct. Druids, druids everywhere. (laughs) I can't wait. I I got my order in. Um, Plus, like, you know, everybody should just see River Beast because it's a great movie. Oh, so good. We've sung its praises many a time. Um, You can follow me on Twitter, S-G-T-Z-I-M-A. That's it. And then we we all worked on a little, it was the ending for Best of the Worst uh, for Red Mm, Letter Media this week. Yeah, I'm not sure what the episode number it was, but it's the one with uh, Twin Dragon Encounter. Yeah, it was really fun. So uh, yeah, Justin uh, Justin helped shoot. April did some color grading and and sound syncing. And Colin uh, acted uh, just for a little little Easter egg at the end of the episode. I had to eat horrible horrible food yes someone uh, asked me uh earlier in the week justin when are you gonna appear on red letter media and i wrote back they don't even know i exist <laughs> and then a few days later when i posted that uh, someone was like oh see they do know you exist and i went no they still don't know i exist well, at, least, <laughs> at least they know your name right yeah <laughs> justin right. from justin. canada exactly that's right um, anyway, we'll see you next week for some more spooky content because we love Halloween over here, right, guys? Oh yeah, man! Yeah, we're talking Halloween. About. Yeah, uh, I'm a eight foot man skiing. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, don't you remember from the beginning? I remember. <laughs> It sounds like you're stating some weird, surreal, like non sequitur. Can I come up with something? Uh, I'm uh, Justin. Jack o' lantern. How about that? Yeah, Jack o' lantern. Yeah, Jack o' lantern. Dancing the jig to clue. 
uh, I'm, I'm a coffin Cunningham. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> You're coffin. Uh, all right. Down a, yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> True uh, terror. And there's no such thing as a bad movie. Ooh.